incident of Uhud that we have been listening to after Fajr, the one very major lesson that we learn from this, and these incidents, Allah Ta'ala made it happen, the Sahaba had, so to say, presented themselves to be used in whichever way so that the Ummah could be given the lessons that are necessary. So the very major lesson is, among the many, many lessons, is that this loss that occurred, occurred on one mistake. And the mistake was that the procedure was not followed in terms of that group of Sahaba that Nabi Islam appointed on that mountain pass. This is your Amir, this is your senior, this is your head. So now you must not do anything without his instruction. That is what a senior and a Amir is for. That somebody who is the head of a group, the head of some people, then this is the procedure that a person should now comply to whatever his instructions are. And if he has not instructed something, then don't do anything without his instructions also. One is, if there's something one is intending to do, then that too should be with the consultation of the senior. And if it is something that one, uh, if he has not instructed something, then don't do it. So in any case, this is where the mistake took place. And as a result of that mistake, that, that procedure was not followed, that some felt, well, in terms of what our understanding is, that this is now done, it doesn't apply anymore. It was a mistake. It was something that was a, not a deliberate act, it was a mistake. But this mistake is what highlights the lesson. That when this procedure, by error, but when this procedure was not followed, this was the end result. When Rasulullah left this dunya and Abu Bakr who was now appointed the Khalifa, he was appointed the Khalifa, one of the things that was very, very important at that time and which he made sure was done was to dispatch the army of Hazrat Usama which Nabi Wasallam had emphasized. And Hazrat Abu Bakr despite everybody else's initial hesitation in this regard, this is something that perhaps is not ideal now because of the conditions, because of the circumstances. But he wouldn't take any uh, other thought in mind he said, this is something Nabi Islam has commanded, it must happen. Among the people who was, who was already appointed in that army was Hazrat Umar And the Amir of the army is Hazrat Usama who is very young still at that time. Hazrat Abu Bakr is the Khalifa already. He is now Amirul Mu'mineen. And one instruction of his is sufficient. He can give one instruction that, look, I need Umar in, to remain now in Medina Munawwara because now this responsibility has come on to me and I need his assistance. But what is his manner? He goes to Hazrat Usama and he says to him that, look, I have now been tasked with this responsibility and I need the assistance of Hazrat Umar. Without him, it's going to be difficult for me now. So if you permit, then I will be happy if I can have him remaining here. The army has to go. But this is your, your call on this. This is your decision. Now, Usama is a young person. Abu Bakr is now Khalifa. He's Amirul Mu'mineen. He didn't necessarily have to go through this procedure. But there was a person already appointed. This was the army already fixed. Nabi Islam had made this decision. So he did not bypass the procedure. He came first and he asked who is his subordinate. 
and when that was now done, the procedure was fulfilled. So then he then withheld Hazrat Umar so that he could use him to assist in whatever the necessary work was now. But this is that very, very major lesson that a person does what he does in consultation with those who are above him. And as long as somebody has someone above him, then there is a great amount of safety in this that he will inshallah, with the fuzzle of Allah Ta'ala, be able to navigate through all the obstacles, navigate through all the various situations that come around, which can sometimes become very, very dangerous. It can just slip a person away. But as soon as a person dispenses with this procedure, that he doesn't need anybody above him, he doesn't have to have anyone over him, he can make his decisions, he can do what as he pleases. So that will be something that will seem a very, very easy thing to do because it's now free. There's no nobody to take any instruction from. There's nobody to refer to. There's nobody to worry about in terms of that this, I might want to do something and he might tell me to do something else. So there's no need to now worry about all these things. So there's a sense of freedom. But this is where the problem then starts. As soon as this freedom comes, that the freedom comes, then the person follows what he desires. And Quran Sharif Allah Ta'ala says, don't follow your desires because this will deviate you. So it starts off first on a very, very slow note. It doesn't become very, very glaring on the first step. And it seems like everything is fine. What changed? <laughs> Nothing changed. Everything is going well. But the decline has already started. And the, it becomes apparent when it's already now the person has fallen. Then it becomes apparent to him also. Otherwise, before that, it becomes apparent to others around. There's now a problem here. Something is going wrong. But he doesn't understand that because he's overcome by that sense of freedom, which is a deception of shaitan, obviously. So this is the procedure that we are taught in the Quran Sharif, in the Hadith, that we take direction from those who are above us. We take direction from those who are our seniors. And the procedure, as long as we adopt that procedure, inshallah, we'll get saved from many, many pitfalls. We'll get saved from many great calamities and disasters also in terms of what the consequences could have been of our actions. And in this way, we will be saved, inshallah, in our deen, in our dunya also. Allah ta'ala